Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Podcast. My name is Kevin Crawford. I'm one of the pastors at Victory Point, and it is Monday, January 29th, and I have a special guest today. Usually, we have guests from our Victory Point family, but I want my guest to introduce himself this morning. Mike is my good friend. So, Mike, why are you here with me? Who are you? Uh, Tell us a little bit about your family, what you do as a ministry here in the Holland area. So, we're glad you're with us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Mike Vandry. Um, I got connected here because of a guy named Dave Roberts, is a friend with Matt, because Matt's a friend with everybody. That's right. Um, and Dave Roberts said, hey, there's a group of us pastors starting to pray. I don't really think there was a huge group at that time. I think, think it's about four or five of us. Yeah, maybe at most. There are sometimes of three. Anyways, he said, hey, come on, pray. So I started to pray. Um, got, um, got to, well, actually, I had met Matt before because... Being he's Matt. He's Matt. Um, and so, but got to know him more. You were here, got to pray with you guys, um, have seen your guys' heart and love it, um, how much you guys love Jesus and your church. And so um, that's how I got connected in. Um, I've been married for almost 18 years. Awesome. Well I, done. I do not look that old. Actually, I do. I have a lot of gray in my beard now. Not as gray as much as me. Uh, I, w- I was in a board meeting and they were talking about young people and they pointed at somebody who was older than me as one of the young oh. people and not me. Anyways, um, we have a son, Cam, who is 15. We adopted him when he was eight. Um, he is getting his, his 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 permit on Monday, this Monday. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah, today's. Watch out. watch out, South Holland. Watch out, South Holland and all of that. Actually, when it snows, I'm actually going to take him up here to practice like losing control yeah. in your guys' parking lot. Good. Um, and I am a pastor of a church plant called Jesus Gathering. We meet on the south side of Holland. Uh, been at it for just over a year. Yeah, and Mike and I became friends fall, I believe, fall of 2022 when we started praying together here yeah. at Victory Point. A group of pastors prays together every Wednesday, and now we're last week was probably our largest group where it's over, it not just crazy. pastors, but leaders, over 15 people. So it's just been, we come together every week at 11 o'clock in the Victory Point office lounge area, and we just spend an hour praying, listening to God, praying, praying for one another, and yeah, just a spirit-led prayer. So Mike has become a good friend. He listens well. We text each other, rant to each other. He sends me TikToks and makes fun of me being a little older than him and an Ohio State fan. I was going to say, we cannot forget the Ohio State fan. Yeah, well, yeah, we can. Anyways. (laughs) So, but Mike has become a dear friend when I, you know, moved here and didn't know much. And we've just, God's woven our hearts together and just very thankful for a brother in Christ that we can be real with one another. So we all need that. God's uniquely designed us in that way. But we're here for the Victory Point podcast, talking through scripture. Um, We have been in a series on the podcast talking about who you are, your identity. And actually at Victory Point on Sunday morning, we kicked off a series uh, that would be two weeks ago when this podcast is aired on a series of Who Am I? Talking about our identity in Christ. Uh, And this past Sunday at Victory Point, Matt will have talked about our significance in Christ. And through the podcast, we're just looking at individual passages during this series of the podcast to say, who are we in Christ? Um, But really it's rooted in who God is, um, 
really important three questions that I use, Mike, is uh, who is God? What has God done? Out of what has God done, who are we? And out of who we are, what do we do? Mm, that's good. Um, because uh, most of us go backwards. We by what I do defines who I am, and then I really think if we play that out, it, we actually begin to create God in our own image and likeness. Then, in some way, I haven't teased that out yet. But we are in. Uh, what are your thoughts about identity? Any thoughts about those things? Um, I would agree with yours, and we also use similar questions, so it's not ironic. But again, yeah, I think often we do create who we are based off the things we do, and then I. I agree. Like we're, we won't hash this out, but I think we put that back on God versus who is God? What has he done? What is he doing? What's his character? What does that tell me about him? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally agree with that. So, and it's important because again, we're kind of working our church through that as we're starting in Genesis one. Like if, if we don't start with that, we were meant to be with God. Mm. Like that's all he wants out of us is first of all, just to be with him. Yeah. We'll never get to a fruit, fruitful doing. Yeah. We will always be longing for in our doing so. Yeah. And being is so hard. Oh, God. you know, I'm talking about it, teaching it. We're, we're trying to process it as a group. And I'm like, I suck at this. <laughs> so <laughs> disclaimer, yeah. it's so difficult. And, yeah. you know, and there's seasons where you think you're doing really well. And then you're like, I think I was striving too much just to be. And then it's yeah. a whole. Striving to be. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Well, like we said, we're talking about identity. And so the one passage we have for today is Romans chapter 8, verse 35. Uh, Would you want to read that? Sure. And this is from the NLT, in case anyone cares. Um, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or, or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Or just 35, right? Yep. Okay. Just 35. So talking about identity, this, there's not an overt identity. It's not like, hey, you are a child of God here, like some of the passages we've looked at um, in the past. So what does this passage say about who we are in Christ if, or our, our status with him? Yeah, it's not overt, but like right away, because this is the first time I'm reading it. I, yeah. I did not want to pastor this and like have a mini sermon. Um, but, but I look at it, can anything separate us from Christ's love? And, and it's talking about no. So if, if we can't be separated from Christ's love, that must mean that he loves us so much that nothing in this world can separate us. Right. Like, like and that, that speaks to who we are. That, that doesn't matter what happens because it continues to go on, trouble, calamity, persecuted, all these things where we may think like we should be separated from God's love. It's like we can't be. Right. And so our identity is somebody who cannot be separated from Christ's love. Yeah, we're inseparable. We're inseparable, That's which it. which in this world is so amazing. Right. You know, you and I have been separated from things in really difficult ways. And to think that there's no way we can be separated from God's love is just, right. I don't know of a much better, like, who who I am than that. That's amazing. Right. There's nothing that we can do. Correct. And there's nothing in the character of God that would say, I want nothing to do with you. And there's nothing. When we're in Christ. Yes. And there's nothing that other people can do to us to separate us, right? We can't and no one else can. Right. The most powerful person in the world cannot separate you or I from the love of Christ. Right. And then he has this list of things that we probably presume could separate us. Yes. Um, But 
that list goes beyond that. We as human beings create our own list yep. <laughs> of what we believe we do or someone has done to us or something ab- about God himself, yeah. uh, uh, maybe something we don't uh, is in, not true about God that we believe could separate us. So for you, Mike, what is something in your life that you wrestle with that you believe sometimes mm. separates you from God? Man, there's so many. Um, I don't just, I, I even just think like sometimes it can be like, how can God want to hang out with me? Mm-hmm. Like, and especially as life has happened, like, you know, you, you get, you get kicked in the face enough or in the teeth. I think in the teeth is yeah. the actual statement. And well, getting kicked in the face, kicked in the teeth. And you're like, how can God love this broken vessel? Mm-hmm. Like how, how can God love this, this man who just, has messed up in so many ways, has been beat down in so many ways. How in the world can God love that? Right. And, and so even this, it's like, that, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter what's happened. The things you've done, you might cannot be separated from his love. Right. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that's beautiful. Right. Yeah. And if we think of our, even, you know, I have four boys, you have one boy. We're we're both sons of our dads, and like I've seen, we're not going to go to our daddy issues now, but uh, <laughs> like I've seen like my sons when they have done something wrong, and when they're little they hide. Yep. You know, um, now they they presume something that I would be disappointed in them. Yeah. Now some of that is real because I have yeah. been disappointed, and I I am in my flesh have reacted inappropriately when my boys have messed up and um and that's a fine line of you know like sharpening my children yeah <laughs> at the same time loving them unconditionally it's, yeah it's, those are two truths at the same time you know god disciplines those he loves so it's not like hey nothing separates you from his love and everything's okay correct yeah you know? i think that's an important thing to point out right it doesn't mean that he yeah there isn't consequences but it means that he can't separate yeah right um at the same time, he says, you know, even tribulation, persecution, we go through dark valleys in our own life that yeah. uh, w- we presume that, well, God's abandoned me mm. at times. Um, and we presume the Christian way of life following Jesus is to have everything right <laughs> and good and um how has that hit you in your different seasons of your life? If there's been, I know there's been dark valleys of the soul and feeling, uh, what has that done for your identity and your relationship with God? Yeah. And I'll, I'll actually go to one I've never shared with you because let's have fresh expressions yeah. on this. Um, Cause I think like the more I look back on, the Christianity I was raised with, it was if if you do these things, you'll be blessed in these ways. Hmm. It was a mini prosperity gospel, yeah. right? It was the purity culture of the late 90s, early 2000s. And so I thought, right, waited to have sex until marriage. Hopefully this is not a kid. Hopefully this is an adult one. But anyways, um, and then you get married, and then I was in ministry. Um, then everything will work out. Like I'm following God and for, you know, my wife and I got married. We decided, Hey, we want to start having kids. 
and it didn't happen. Hmm. And it didn't happen. We always knew knew we wanted to 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 adapt. Yeah. But we thought it'd be some bi- some bi- biological kids and adopted kids. Right. And it ended up not being that. And it's years of that. And then even with the adapting process, that was probably a five-year process for wow. us. And there were so many times and doors closed. Like, I think we were still led but to, 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 to pursue countries and they closed. Hmm. And we had started with wanting to adapt from foster care, but then it was dreams and visions and confirmation of Russia. And then Russia closes. And then, uh, and then um, Ethiopia. And then that basically closes. And then back to foster care. We're like, God, we were here five years ago. Now, clearly, he, there was something he still needed to do, yeah. and and a son who who wasn't born when we first started, but or was younger. And so, anyways, it was one of those where it just was like, there's many of like, God, like, what in the world? Hmm. And again, it was on this false idea that if I did these things, right, right? I didn't understand my identity, but if I did these things, then God owed me or right. needed to bless me in these ways. Um, and though, but again, it's in those valleys. I hate to admit it cause I don't want to go through any more valleys right. in my life. I'm 40. I'm good. Yeah. I've gone through enough valleys. I don't want to go through more valleys, but it's in those, right. Those desperate times. I remember my wife, Natalie and I crying out to God and like, God, what is up that you find God, you find God in the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and that valley doesn't separate you. It doesn't separate us. In yeah. fact, it draws us closer. Right. Like in, in some way, right, it drives us to this desperation, or it can. I should say it always does, but it drives us to this desperation of like, Lord, where are you? Mm-hmm. And he's there. Right. He's down in that valley. Yeah. Yeah. He's not waiting at the mountaintop. Correct. And I think that like the picture that God just gave me right now is like, it's the reality of the incarnation. Yeah. God became one of us. He lowered himself. If you want to say visually came down to earth yeah. to become one of us. So... Yeah, so the the identity was today inseparable, really, yes. kind of from this. I like that word, inseparable. He, our identity is we're inseparable. It kind of sounds like a superhero power that who we are in Christ is we are inseparable because the character of God is what? He is consistent. He's consistent. You know, he's always there. And what has he done? He's moved towards us. Yes. You know, that makes us inseparable from him. Yeah, because I think that's the huge thing, right? The character of God is that God leave, leave, leaves the 99 for the one. Yeah. Right? And if we continue to play that out, even when I just talked about, like, it was in those de- desperations, I didn't have to move to God. God moved towards me right. in that low spot and met me there in my cries. Yeah. So, listeners, I want to leave you with this question. If your identity is you are inseparable from the love of Christ and nothing can separate you from him, how is that going to cause you to live confidently in your daily relationship with him and with others and with yourself today in Christ Jesus? We hope you have a great day. Take care. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.